Think you know everything about parcel shipping? Think again. This is ProShip ParcelCast, the only podcast hyper-focused on parcel shipping for supply chain and IT professionals in the retail, e-commerce, manufacturing, third-party logistics, and healthcare industries. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome, everybody, to the 32nd episode of the ProShip ParcelCast. Today's topic will be data-driven deliveries, business intelligence, and shipping software. I'm Justin Kramer, and with me today is Brett Hemmerk. Brett, can you do us a favor and introduce yourself? Sure. Nice to be with everyone today. Like Justin said, my name is Brett Hamrick. I'm currently the Director of Business Intelligence and Transportation Analytics at Kerber Supply Chain. I've been with the organization for over six years, where we have a team that focuses on reducing transportation spend, improving the end customer experience, and strengthening your carrier relationships. So looking forward to the conversation today. Thanks, Brett. And everybody knows me, Justin Kramer, co-founder of ProShip. Uh, I've been looking up to architect systems across four continents, shipping software systems that ship over a million packages a day, and many other things. But with let's let's jump right into it. Now, right now, I think that when we look at the shipping world, when we look at, well, when we look at anything inside business, we're stuck in a little bit of a out of a information overload, right? We've got so much information that, that can be looked at. Why would I start by analyzing my parcel spend? Why, why, why is that a great place for many of these companies that continue to grow to focus on? Yeah, Justin, you nailed it. It is a ocean right now as it relates to data and, and swimming through that data. And it's also kind of an analogy of the dog finally catching the mail truck. What do I do now that I've finally caught up to this mail truck that I've been chasing for so long? And that speaks to where should you start, which is in this parcel realm. That is the easiest place to start. It's it's not rocket science. Starting at the path of least resistance is the place where you're going to find the most success. And the parcel data world uh, sets that up really nicely for, for it being to be that initial point of entry as it relates to understanding your transportation spend and diving into this ocean of data. So where should I start? I mean, there's so much that I can look at. There's there's many analytics available out there. Where would you recommend that our listeners start to look at first? To, to get a picture from your parcel data spend, I mean, it starts with two components that are gonna be very necessary, which makes a lot of sense as to why we're talking today. You need carrier invoice detail Uh, from the parcel side to kick things off. You have to know what is actually going on in your network and what the carrier is charging you for because that's what you're on the hook to pay for at the end of the day. The other piece of the equation for to start out with is you need your own internal manifest detail. You need to validate what you're sending out and to be able to have that insight for a couple different reasons. One, you want to understand from a carrier perspective Are they in line? Are they billing you accurately? Is what you are planning for operating as expected? And two, you have to have that data immediately. And that's where the manifest detail becomes so important uh, is being able to have that real-time data. Now, Brett, one last thing before we move on to our our next topic. One of the advantages of of working with automated systems like like Kerber's and ProShips is we can we can send data to you as we're executing. So 
you get that opportunity of getting real time or closer to real time uh, inputs. Do you want to add anything about the real time and that capability, that flexibility that a logistics company might have? Yeah, flexibility is the biggest piece that that comes into this and why parcel data makes so much sense to start from your analytics journey here as well. You need to be able to make decisions on the fly quickly, and you need to have two systems that can help you do that. Again, the manifest system becomes so important to see that data coming through in a real-time instance. You're able to go back and make toggles, make changes, and alter the behaviors that you want to influence. And then the carrier data is really kind of the ramifications of your decisions. It says, how well did I do with the inputs that I entered on my manifest detail? Now I get the answers to that. And because I have those real-time answers and I can validate against that manifest detail from a ProShip system, now I can make those decisions really quickly, but I've got to have a BI tool that can give me that information quickly. And I've got to have a tool to where I can go make those updates quickly as well. Excellent, excellent. Let's move on to our next topic, the fifth paragraph of the essay. Right, we, were we were chatting about this earlier uh, as to how a lot of this goes together. I'm going to bring back in what you just talked about. Uh, with that real-time information, we're able to validate the shipping logic. What type of things would we be validating? This is a, a wide array, but we'll start with the easiest piece first. You want to validate if the inputs that you're putting in from your manifest detail are matching what the carrier is saying from an execution standpoint. So think of things like uh, accessorials. Are accessorials coming across as we would expect at the uh, beginning of the shipment when we manifest that detail? And are we being billed appropriately for those accessorials? That's baseline stuff. Then we want to start getting into some of the more logic-based detail that we have in the system. If we are selecting a shipment or manifesting a shipment to arrive at a certain location in a certain amount of time, are we selecting the right carrier? Is the cost being returned correctly? And on top of that, are we fulfilling from the right location as well? Uh, all of those components can then be validated uh, from what you're seeing in that carrier invoice detail, but you've got to have the data upstream uh, to tell you the inputs that you have going into this into this solution. So what you're saying here is, is like right now it's mid-morning for us. If we're looking at, at that data that's been shipped for today, we can look and see if our carrier mix is or our service level mix is different than we expect, right? Maybe we expect about 50% ground shipping, maybe 20% uh, postal and the rest of it being various expresses. If all of a sudden we see express start kicking up, maybe there's a problem. Maybe there's something bad data that's being fed to the shipping system. That ability to not have to wait until somebody realizes they've got three quarters of a truck full of express shipments when they only expect half a truck, you know, that, that becomes a lot faster for you to correct those things. Bingo. Yeah. It's as, it's as simple as, uh, the flexibility also opens the door for some potential changes from a carrier perspective and waiting on that invoice detail to come through and see your mistake two weeks down the road. That's uh, for a lot of enterprise shippers, hundreds of thousands of dollars that continues to pile up. So being able to see and adjust from the shipment manifest detail through a pro ship solution 
you're able to go in and fix something within hours of a change that's been made, knowingly or unknowingly in the system. It happens all the time. And to be able to catch those in real time and validate it with that carrier detail, that is how shippers get ahead of the game. And they don't get beat up by making mistakes that linger on for a couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. We don't catch those same day rather than rather than days or heaven forbid weeks later. One of the analogies we were using as we worked up this was the was the five paragraph essay, right? Where in the first paragraph, you tell people what you're going to tell them. You take three paragraphs to tell them. And in the fifth paragraph, you tell them what you told them. The analogy works well to shipping software because you tell the shipping software what it's supposed to do. It takes three paragraphs to do it. And then in BI, we confirm it did what we told it, right? Can you um, can you take that analogy a little further and 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 tell us some details that you might want the audience to know. Yeah, the the best part about this analogy is what we talked about uh, as we were kind of discussing the the topic of this podcast is you get to submit your paper, but you continue to get to rewrite your paper on a regular basis. You never have to turn in that paper or that homework assignment uh, and get stuck with a C plus and that's your grade and, and that is who you are as a shipper. In this scenario, you continuously get this feedback loop because you're able to have the initial paragraph, you let the system do its work, and then you get the validation at the end. You get to update that, resubmit that paper, basically regrade your work on a continuous improvement loop and continue to tweak what needs to be changed to kind of maximize you know, those costs, maximize your customer experience that you're looking to achieve. It never stops. And again, flexibility seems to be the one of the words of the day. That system that allows you the flexibility, not only to make the changes, but to see it in the data immediately. You don't want to wade through this ocean of data. That is the problem that occurs when the dog catches the car. They're basically now the dog is sorting through the mailroom. You want the mail that you're trying to pick up immediately in your hands. And that's what a good business intelligence platform is going to provide you. I really like your submitting, basically submit the paper every day. And of course, some days are more important than others. I do know one time we really don't want to get a low grade when we submit that paper for that day. And that's going to be peak season. Oh, 100%. That is the final exam for a lot of uh, high volume parcel shippers. And in this case, final exam is not 20% of your grade. It is 60 to 70% of the grade you're going to get because your end customer is really reliant upon you in this time period. So the mistakes as they come through are magnified if they're not caught and uh, reflected upon immediately. And it's not something that you even want to catch as you go into peak. You want to be testing and optimizing your scenarios and then seeing that output as it comes in your carrier detail months in advance as it relates to planning. And you also want to use that historical data. So that's another positive thing for being able to sift through this ocean of data really quickly. Having historical data that you can rely upon, that's quick and nimble, that you can dive in and tweak and understand your past performance to predict your future performance, that's really key in this peak season timeframe um, with the discussion that we're having. It's not just what happened a couple of weeks ago, which is where we were a few years ago. We were able to see what happened last week and a couple of weeks after that. Now it's what happened last year, what happened three years ago, all the way up to what happened an hour ago. 
so that you can change scope as you're looking at how you want to affect the way you're executing within your shipping origins. Exactly. Decisions can't just be made in a vacuum or made in a moment of immediacy. That is one thing to learn from a business intelligence platform uh, is as you are seeing something in the data, there are a number of different components that are going to affect this. But now you have the ability with the right platform to be able to sift through all of those different components in a quick, easy, digestible way that makes sense to your end users. Again, that's the biggest challenge. Now we have data immediately. Well, traditionally, if I now needed to go pull the last year's worth of data, it would be next week before I could make a decision on that data that I have immediately. So again, we'll continue to plug the right system and the right setup is going to allow you to have access uh, to multiple different periods of your data and to be able to make decisions based off of that. Well, let's let's dig deeper into that, because I know there's some very simple things, some common things, if you will. And there's also some obscure things. So let's let's look at, you know, how do you how do you start simple and work your way to more unique? Because let's face it. Right. We all know there's best practices out there. But I always love to use the phrase, if everybody used best practices, there'd only be one company on Earth. Right. So each of us is going to pick some unique selling advantages, some unique things they want to do, whether it's with the shipping software, the BI or any other part of their enterprise software stacks. Sure. Yeah, I mean, best practices, we, we talked about it where you start to dive in first. The carrier selection logic is, is paramount for this unification of data to work the way that it's supposed to. We want to know if we're meeting our delivery expectations. That's a big reason why you're engaged in these two, uh, two solutions for your customers, because that is what keeps the world going around, empowering your customers uh, and delighting them for, for a positive experience. So. Are we meeting delivery expectations is number one right out of the gate. We said, and the logic that was entered that it would get there in two days, we make that commitment to the customer that they can see a shipment on their doorstep in two days. We also want to validate with the carrier detail that it came across that it did, in fact, get there in two days. Not to mention, now let's take it a step further. Did they use the right service level to get it there in two days? That's when we start that not everyone does things the exact same way and where this becomes your special sauce and how the right partners help you unlock things. There can also be opportunities to improve the logic that's placed into the system based off of this carrier detail that comes uh, that comes through a business intelligence platform. So carrier selection logic, that's the first place to start and many others that I can get into. So one of the things I do want to put out here, and and I and I love it when a BI tool finds this. I've seen BI tools say, hey, why are you shipping these express services when this is a ground region? And being able to dig down in the detail, our customers find that sometimes there's sweet spots, just that perfect little weight zip code pairing where they're actually able to save on, you know, a, whether it's a 10 pound or a seven pound package to that zip code if they're shipping it, let's say second day air or something like that, right? The purpose of the shipping system isn't to worry about the names of the services. It's to worry about that commitment and the lowest cost to meet that commitment for the customer. All right, so let's let's keep rolling again here. This has been some great stuff so far. Let's talk about um, uh, how we empower 
our customers? How do we put the power to to them? I mean, everybody's heard of basic auditing, right? We all know he's taken an expectation and the invoice and see if they go together. There's got to be more more than that. There is. And again, the bridge that we're building with this data is where the more starts to really tease out. So most people wait for those auditing phases to to make those changes. They wait till the audited detail flows through. They have the carrier invoice data come across. Then they reflect retroactively, really, to put changes in place for scenarios that a lot of times have already passed, especially as you think of peak season detail. If we're auditing the detail and auditing that carrier data as it's coming across, and we wait two weeks to get the data, then we wait two weeks to put the change in place. I mean, that could be uh, Black Friday to Christmas before you know it. That is the time frame that we're looking at. So being able to audit that detail in real time from the manifest software data is huge. And really where it comes into play from this transportation visibility perspective to make those decisions real time. That's what we talked about. Data upstream helps you avoid the costly mistakes downstream. If you get access to it, you're analyzing it and you're making decisions based off of it. That visibility is what unlocks a lot of shippers uh, and kind of keeps them out of jail, so to speak, in these peak season times. Yeah. And I have to say that that shippers need to be prepared to have the levers and knobs exposed in their shipping software. You know, one of those is really simple. It might be the best way groups, the rate shop groups you're using, being able to quickly pull uh, service levels in and out based upon what you're seeing from your BI tool and those responses. Likewise, some of the simple things is the ability to change when your last trailer is pulled from a given warehouse or store. Right. So, you know, when that happens, those are things where where in order to close this loop, right, not only do you have to see all these good things in your BI tool and make sometimes daily, sometimes as little as as hourly decisions, you also have to have a means to put those back into the shipping software so that you can see those results come out in the BI tool. I like the knobs exposed analogy. You can't be fumbling to find the remote control in the couch in this situation or, you know, panicking to figure out which button to press on the starship uh, to, to get moving in the right direction on these things. Again, like we said at the beginning or earlier in the in the conversation, you can't wait till peak season to also start to tinker with these knobs. You need to know what levers you're going to pull. And that comes through the validation. That comes through seeing what your your input is, seeing your final paragraph, and seeing if those match up. Does your hypothesis equal what really happened in your science experiments as it's going down? And being able to make those decisions in that real-time continuous feedback loop and knowing which levers to push in an instant just speeds everything up. Yeah. It makes a positive impact. And unfortunately, unlike a proper scientific experiment, so many variables are changing all the time with logistics. So many things are changing with the with the BI tool, with the rest of your software stack. So you really do have to practice to be able to understand the external signals so that you can leverage the information that your BI tool is giving you and properly steer, properly go back up to that first paragraph 
and change what you want this, this next three paragraphs to do? The biggest variable that we have to deal with in this scenario is the carrier. They are the variable that everyone wishes that they had control over that was the constant variable that they could put their finger on and manipulate. But in this case, everyone here listening to this podcast knows that that cannot happen. The carriers are constantly introducing new surcharges. They're constantly introducing new ramifications to cutoff windows and changes as it relates to, to rates and increases that, that may slip by. It is pertinent that you have the software that allows you to see those changes in those variables and then go back upstream and make, make the right recommendations or the right toggles uh, on that control panel that you have. Excellent, excellent. All right, and let's take this this five paragraph essay, this high school analogy as far as we can here. Now we wanna talk about how do we make our listeners straight A students. Now, we just talked about the fact that you should run it, you should practice it, you should try these things over and over. But you know what? There is an alternative, right? There are people who can help shortcut some of this. And that, of course, would be analysts. Brett, could you talk about the value that an analyst, a dedicated analyst could provide uh, really to that whole loop we just talked about? 100%. It's the teacher. It's the coach. It's your secret weapon. It's your ace up your sleeve that you want to constantly have. Think of a teacher who has hundreds of students that come through on a regular basis. And they are able to understand and have the perspective of the students that came before them, the other students that are in their class, and they can help them learn, digest, absorb all of the material that comes through to be able to be that straight A student. If you're taking it on your own, you can definitely achieve at a very high level. But being able to have the perspective of other shippers who are like you, other people who have a similar profile, people who have gone through those challenges before is invaluable because that gets you the answers to the test before you even have to submit your paper. And that is where it becomes really key to have the right partner to be able to take that objective look at your data, see the challenges that are going on, make recommendations, quantify those recommendations and educate you on other opportunities that you have to continue to reduce those transportation costs or maximize your customer experience, whichever is most important to you as a, as a shipper. Yeah, I always like to say iterations matter, right? If you're just one company, you get one iteration a day, right? And you get to see your iteration. Sometimes this is why we hire out of the company, people who've seen other iterations. When you're looking at an analyst, they're going to have a handful of customers. They're going to see probably a minimum of 10 iterations every single day. They're learning 10 times as fast as you. They've got colleagues that are seeing that. They've got mentors within that organization. And the idea is they're going to have more experience at being experts at that piece, right? Just like you you bring on board shipping software experts for, for the implementation of that, analysts are data experts that can help push that back, get our, get our loop going faster and more efficiently. With, with the right partner, you basically get to move up your starting line from the rest of the field. If, if you're seeing this for the first time, your starting line is much further behind a partner who has seen this 20 times over, has already worked with other customers to identify the changes that need to be put in place, and can instruct you as to how to kind of get to that metaphorical finish line 
much more quickly in these scenarios instead of wading through on your own. It's not to say that you don't have a team that can do this as well, but even just an objective view, a coach, a teacher that uh, validates that you're on the right path, that gives you guidance as you're going down that path from that data, the transportation data that you're looking at is second to none as it relates to just doing this in isolation. Yeah. And of course, those of you who've listened to me in the past, you're going to recognize what I'm going to talk about next. One of the beautiful things that we're talking about here is this expert, they're within their own area of concern, right? Um, you've got shipping software experts in their area of concern. You've got WMS experts in their area of concern. And that ability to have those experts in each area of concern, but bring them together, whether it's through the processes, whether it's through physical meetings, uh, whatever the case may be, I think that's the key to going from a good uh, set of enterprise software tools to an excellent set of enterprise software tools that reacts quickly and helps you be prepared for whatever, whether it's peak or just a regular day-to-day -day execution can provide you. You're exactly right. If, if we go back to our original analogy of the ocean of data that we're looking at, the common term nowadays is is data lakes, but even that is the is extremely daunting to wade through. But in our scenario or our kind of analogy that we're describing, you actually want to create those lakes, but you want to have bridges that are able to connect these different data sources and understand really the expertise that it relates to as to what you're trying to maximize from each data source. So the case with a ProShip partnership and, and your transportation uh, visualization engine that we would provide in Kerber from your carrier invoice detail, keeping that data separate, but also being able to have the expertise as to how to unite it together and what insights that you're going to glean individually and combined uh, really enhances and, and kind of harnesses the power and amplifies what you're going to receive if you're looking at it in isolation once again. Excellent. All right. So we're going to go to our last segment here. Final thoughts. I'm going to go ahead and start off real quick. I, of course, I love to touch on separation of concerns. I think that that's a, a, a concept from software engineering that works really great within business. Um, and one of the advantages of separation of concerns is always being able to put the right product in the right spot, whether you're doing 100% best of breed or whether you are mixing and matching where necessary. Um, and I will say that that every company that I have seen put a good BI tool in place, use, leverage the expertise of that company, has always fed back better data and got even more value out of their WMS, their shipping software, and sometimes even their ERP, right? So, so understanding where to draw your lines um, evaluating companies as to who belongs within within each line really can help excel a corporation that is looking to invest. Brett, what is what are your final thoughts for us? My final thoughts still sit along our bridge analogy. I think that's the most important thing if you take away anything from this and really the right partners to walk back and forth with you across this bridge from, from a data perspective. Uniting your data set and this massive data lake that we're talking about is the key to unlocking everything. If you are looking at making decisions in isolation, whether it's in your manifest engine, whether it's in your carrier invoice detail engine, 
if you are making those decisions just looking at that data, that's where your biggest challenges are going to come up. You may perfect one side of the house, but the four other rooms are messy and you don't have a clean house. So being able to connect and have the right partner that connects that detail is the number one thing that people should be looking at right now. Um, and if they're not, that's why we're here. We're here to help in those situations. So um, I would really encourage companies to kind of start to continue to explore the unification of data, but the unification of data in the right way with the right experts to power you in that situation. Excellent, excellent. And with that, we come to the end of our conversation today. You'll have contact information on the screen to find both ProShip and Kerber. ProShip will be at Parcel Forum. Brett, will you guys be at Parcel Forum? We will also be there speaking as well. Okay, excellent. All right. And thank you all for joining us for the 32nd episode of the ProShip ParcelCast, data-driven deliveries, business intelligence, and shipping software. for joining us for another episode of ProShip ParcelCast. If you'd like to learn more about ProShip multi-carrier shipping software, visit our website at ProShipInc.com or connect with a ProShip parcel expert via email at sales at ProShipInc.com or by calling 800-353-7774. Be sure to subscribe to ParcelCast on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss any of our future episodes. And until next month, happy shipping.